This is 10 Minutes or Less, a weekly-ish podcast of the local church. I'm Brent Levy. Hey, Jennifer. Hey. Hey, it's Brent. I know. I have caller ID. What are you doing? Hey, I'm recording a podcast. What are you doing? Right now? R- right now. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to be on the podcast? I would love that. Yes. What are you doing right now? Um, I'm driving. I'm in the car. Um, Kate is asleep in the back. We are an hour into a road trip. I'm going to see my sister. Uh, I planned a surprise birthday party for her tonight. All of her friends are going to be at this restaurant, and she thinks that she's just going out to eat with me. So I'm so excited. What if all she wanted was a quiet dinner with you? <laughs> well, okay, so. I don't know. Jennifer, this this is a podcast called 10 Minutes or Less, which means that we try to keep it to 10 minutes or less. So we only have a limited amount of time here. But uh, tell me, can you tell me in like 30 seconds or less who you are and what you do? Um, Yes, I am. My name is Jennifer. I'm in Missouri. I have a baby and a rabbit, and I am an associate pastor, which means I do all kinds of random things, discipleship, I'm over next generation stuff, I do congregational care things, I preach, and I have a little Instagram account called Clergy Collar Project. Ever heard of it? (laughs) I have, because you won't stop texting me about it. (laughs) You're just mad because it's for women. Like you keep sending me pictures of your collar and I'm like, no, still, you still cannot do this. I have a question. What was your favorite Halloween costume growing up? Ah, Belle from Beauty and the Beast. It was the best costume ever and I kept recycling it. (laughs) I was Belle and then you like add red shoes and you're Dorothy and yeah, it was the best. I asked you about your favorite Halloween costume growing up because when I think about Halloween, I think about costumes. Obviously, Halloween's coming up. It's going to be uh, this Wednesday. Right. I didn't know if you knew that. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I did, but I didn't think about it. Well, now you know. So dust off your bell costume. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. But I'm thinking about masks, and I'm thinking about hiding, and I'm thinking about costumes. And I think about all of the ways that we try to hide from one another and hide from God. You ever thought about that? Yeah, I have. How we have to put up these kind of different personas. And I was thinking about this because I think we kind of use masks as like a bad thing. But there are sometimes culturally we have to have projected versions of ourselves or idealized versions of ourselves or whatever that aren't bad. You know, like when you're at your job, you should kind of act like you're competent, (laughs) you know, or like know what you're doing. So I don't think they're always bad, but it does seem like we do have to kind of project these versions of ourselves to different people and in different settings uh, we have to be different things sometimes so yeah we have these masks that kind of keep the real us hidden when you're not being authentic to who you are and who God made you to be but then you can't really have an authentic relationship either so I think about the times when I've been able to like take the mask off those spaces that are really sacred in our world like friendships or I've had a couple I don't know what we call them like accountability groups with two women in divinity school and then two women here where I live now and being able to just be really real with them and say some things out loud that I wouldn't say in other settings. And you're able to do that because of relationship, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're talking about taking off your mask, that implies like some sort of relationship with somebody that would 
be there to see that, right? <laughs> I guess it's it's risk, but it's risk done in a place where you feel safe with those around you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's gosh, it's really risky. You know, I mean, love is risky to to offer your true self to somebody. I mean, even if that sounds super dramatic, but to even just like I think about even just goofy things like sharing a joke with somebody because sometimes they don't think that's funny. And that's a goofy example, but somebody might be like, that's dumb. Why do you think that's funny? And it's just kind of a vulnerable thing to say, this is something I think is funny or this is a book that I like or this is, you know, whatever. And risking that person, you know, rejecting it or rejecting you. I mean, that's like the most simple terms, I think. And then when you really start talking about, you know, your life and your relationship with God, which I feel like is the most intimate thing that you can kind of share with somebody, it's hard. It's hard for people to start talking about what their prayer life is like and and that kind of thing. It's really risky. And yet um, when you have those experiences where people say, yeah, I get it. I'm there too. Or I've had that experience like, oh my gosh, what a gift that is. It's amazing. Well, and when we do open ourselves up, when we do take off our mask and experience the giving and receiving that happens, we are receiving the grace of God who sees us, knows us, loves us. And we are offering that as a gift to another person too. And so there's something not just freeing about vulnerability, about risking relationship, but there's also something sacred and holy about that work too. I mean, and I think we can't really talk about vulnerability without talking about Brene Brown and her idea of those who are in the arena. I thought you were going to say Jesus. Oh, (laughs) I just feel like her work right now is so like ubiquitous and synonymous with vulnerability right now. So you kind of have to talk about her or maybe she's just in the water anyway. And we all know her stuff, but but if you don't, it's worth checking out her TED talk on YouTube. Yeah, it definitely her books definitely. And this idea of showing up and being vulnerable and taking that risk and stepping out and you know there are a lot of stories we give power to that are keeping us from being vulnerable and keeping us from having authentic relationships with each other and with God. Mm, So good. Is there a scripture that you think about when you think about vulnerability or you think about masks or you think about hiding? I mean, there's a ton, I'm sure. The story that I love for a couple of reasons is just Nicodemus. Nicodemus was this fancy guy in the Jewish community, and he goes to Jesus at night and asks a question, uh, which then lead to the most famous, arguably the most famous Bible verse of all time, John 3.16, is from this question that he has, and he t- takes a risk. And he could have been prideful. He could have not gone to Jesus, but he kind of opens up and he um, asks for clarification, basically, on something that Jesus has said, which is a hard thing to do. Sometimes when you hear something, especially in classes, like in college or high school or whatever, you don't want to look stupid, you don't want to look dumb, so you don't ask any questions and then you don't ever get it, you know, and he doesn't do that. He goes to Jesus. John, of course, makes a big deal about it being at night and people like to talk about, oh, what does it mean that it's at night? That's the darkness of his hard or it's probably a lot of those things. But the thing is, he still went, he still showed up and he went to Jesus and asked a question, which is hard. Then the thing about Nicodemus is we don't just get that one story. We we see him a couple more times. And I think what's cool about him is his transformation, because I think when you do open yourself up to questions of God, questions of each other or whatever, or, and being open to receiving 
what God is saying to you, you do change and you are transformed and your friends are different and you act different. And when we see him the last time in the end of the gospel, wrapping Jesus in cloth and laying him in a tomb, he's a really different guy than the, the one who came to Jesus mm. by night, you know? And I think that's the power of being vulnerable is the possibility for change and transformation. Hey, last question. What are you going to be for Halloween this year? I don't know. That's a good question. I might be a mombie. It's like a zombie, but a mom. Basically, I'm just going to put on like eye makeup to make it look like I haven't slept. What are you going to be? I'm going to be a dad bee. I knew you I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. I knew it like the second I asked that. Ridiculous. It's like a mombie. Well. But a dad. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> dad. Okay, well, picture didn't happen. Same to you. Hey, thanks. Funny. Thanks. Can we do this again sometime? Yeah, I wish we would. All right. Well, well, I hope your sister's birthday party goes well. Yes. Thank you. I will post it later. Can't wait. Okay. Thanks, Jennifer. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. 10 Minutes or Less is the podcast of the local church, a bold, inclusive new faith community committed to being with and for one another, our community and the world. You'll find us in bold purple t-shirts throughout Chatham County, North Carolina, but we are a new expression of Christ United Methodist Church in Chapel Hill. If you love what you hear, help make sure that others hear it too. Share the podcast with a friend or post about it wherever you're doing that these days. Ratings on Apple Podcasts are also a big help too. If you want to connect with me, the pastor of the local church, my email is in the show notes for you. And you can read about our name and other core values and find out how to join a local table and much more all on our website, thelocalchurchpbo.org. We're easy to find on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram too. Just search for The Local Church or Local Church PBO. All one word. Thanks for making space in your week for this labor of love, my friends. Until next time, love where you are.